Nice people get a bad press. In this high-paced, highly competitive post-pandemic world, nice people are even seen as weak, easily influenced and a little bit insipid. But I think this is really unfair. It actually misses the point completely. Being nice is actually a gift, a unique asset that can put you towards the front of the pack. A standout characteristic that is easy to possess and often rewarding. So in this episode, we'll explore why it's more than nice to be nice. Hey there, Matthew Norrie here, the host of the Happy Habit Podcast. Thank you for checking out the podcast, which now has listeners in over 100 countries, 103 countries, I think. We like to talk health and well-being Mondays and Thursdays. We know you are super busy, so we like to keep the episodes short. Heck, so short you might even listen to two or three episodes in one go. Being nice is actively discouraged these days, which really bothers me. Even the good guys in Hollywood movies are a little bit mean, dispatching their enemies with a smile on their faces and not a hint of remorse. More and more reality TV shows encourage people to bicker with each other for the sake of high ratings. Now, this can be deemed as entertainment, but it feeds into the general increase in meanness and nastiness that seems to pervade TV, movies and society in general these days. Then throw in the negative effects of social media, which, as we know, can really bring out people's nasty streaks. With all of these bombarding our senses, you could be forgiven for thinking there is no place for being nice in the world today. But this is completely not the case. Being nice can have a huge impact on people and how they see you. Here's an example. A few years ago, I accompanied a friend of mine to see an ear, nose and throat consultant. Now, consultants are in demand here in Ireland, and it can take anything from several weeks to several months to get an appointment to see one of these specialists in their field. My friend had waited two months to see this particular consultant. As it happened, when he was talking to the consultant, he mentioned that I had a throat problem too, and I was waiting out in the waiting room. Now, my friend is a very personable chap. He gets on well with everyone and knew the consultant well, having seen her several times over the previous years. When he mentioned me, the doctor said, well, bring him in, whereby she promptly gave me a consultation right there on the spot and cleared my concerns that I had about my throat problem. Best of all, she didn't charge me a cent. Now, how nice is that? This happened a few years ago, but to this day, it still blows me away any time I think about it. This is a great example of how being nice really makes an impression. That simple act of generosity, kindness, niceness, on the part of the doctor, that day bowled me over. She didn't have to do what she did, but she did it and did so with a smile on her face. And this act of niceness stemmed from my friend's niceness towards her. If he hadn't been as nice and friendly as he was, she may not have been so eager to facilitate me without any prompting. Why is being nice so powerful? Well, because it taps into the power of human relationships. It draws on raw emotion, and when you imbue any experience or interaction with emotion, it supercharges it. 
And the thing about being nice is, well, it's easy. It simply involves thinking of the bigger picture, thinking of how you engage with others. And it involves being a little bit selfless. You just need to think more of other people rather than just think of yourself. Being nice will have an impact on your ability to develop relationships and social networks in the real world. When you are nice, when you ask questions, and more importantly, when you listen intently, people subconsciously are drawn to you. Being nice is a form of affection, and people like to be liked. So if you're nice to them, they will like you more, and they will also trust you more. The result is a greater bond is built between you and them. This is hugely powerful in personal relationships and also applies in a working environment. Just think, if a salesperson can strike up a trust between herself and a client based on her being a nice person, the client will be much more inclined to connect with the salesperson on a human level and see them as a friend rather than merely a salesperson. So in essence, being nice is the ability to break down boundaries between people which might otherwise ordinarily exist. This extends to doing things like job interviews too. The nice candidate who shares the same skills and experience as the dour, cold candidate will be more inclined to be hired because bosses know the value of having a positive influence in the workplace. Niceness and positivity are infectious. They help to build trust among work colleagues, which leads to a better atmosphere in work and the likelihood everyone being on the same page and achieving work-related goals. Nice people have a higher quality of life too. They are predisposed towards seeing the positive, the glass being half full, rather than being consumed with negativity and moroseness. People want to spend time with you when you're nice. Your niceness rubs off on them, which in turn rubs off on you. It's like a positive feedback loop of positivity. It's a win-win situation. Nice people, by virtue of their positive outlook, lift themselves up. This lifts their mood and in turn has a positive effect on their physiology. They are less inclined to be stressed, so their stress hormones like cortisol and adrenaline are suppressed for longer than someone who is negative. As we know, stress has a knock-on effect on the body, such as high blood pressure, stroke and heart problems. Nice people avoid all of the pitfalls of being negative and stressed out by simply being nice. Nice people celebrate the little things. Whether it's a sunny morning, a bus that arrives early, a smile in the crowd. Nice people celebrate these little wins. In other words, nice people enjoy life as it comes at them. They take any little opportunity to wring as much joy and satisfaction out of their day as possible. They may not necessarily love everything about their circumstances, be it their living situation, their job or life events from day to day, but they look for the good where they can find it. This extends to things not going their way. Nice people don't get burdened by negative outcomes or failures. They see the bigger picture. The fact that one negative outcome is only a tiny part of their overall lives is the fact that one negative outcome is only a tiny part of their overall lives, so it should not be allowed to disproportionately affect their day. 
Okay, so you miss a flight. It's an inconvenience, not necessarily a disaster. A nice person with a positive outlook will shrug their shoulders and just get on with things. It's not like they will be delighted, but they will not throw their toys out of the pram. They will have the maturity to understand that there are far more important issues that could have gone wrong. So they are grateful that they only missed a flight compared to greater misfortunes that could have happened to them. In short, nice people practice gratitude on a daily basis. It's part of their makeup and sets the tone for their outlook. And nice people are nice to themselves. They respect themselves and treat themselves with kindness. Nice people love themselves, but not necessarily in a vain way. They value that they are special, as we all are. It's just that nice people don't take this for granted. They celebrate what they have without being distracted by what they don't have. They take the time to enjoy their good fortune and share this with those close to them. Well, thank you for listening to this edition of the Happy Habit Podcast. Until next time, stay happy. (music) 